this is the old show feed for the LGBTQ podcast that gives you news and views from a non-straight perspective. We took the eight out of the name, so the podcast was renamed Not Straightcast, all spelled out as of episode 32. The last episode on this old feed is episode 35. Episode 36 and beyond are now located on the new feed. All the links are located on our website, notstraightcast.com, where you can search for Not Straightcast in your favorite podcast app. Also, visit notstraightworld.com for links to all of our websites. Want to support Not Straightcast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straightcast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. This is Not Straight Cast with Jason Bailey and Joe Crynock. Welcome to Not Straight Cast for April 8th, 2021. We're the show that gives you the news and views from a not straight perspective. I'm Jason. And I'm Joe. How's it going, Joe? I'm doing well. How are you? I, I think I'm still recovering. Me too, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And now it's become spring too, yeah. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So... Yes. Over the last couple of, of episodes, we've talked multiple times. Uh, first, it was your birthday. Uh-huh. We were going to go out and we weren't able to. Uh, and then the next weekend, we went out for a little bit and we had a, a good time. Well, we decided we were going to do it one more time. And so uh-huh. this last weekend, we went, well, at least I did. I went all out. I didn't quite go as all out as you guys did the rest of everybody who was involved in this group here did, but Oh my Lord. Oh man. Well, well, we so, got there. Um, yeah. And it was a case there where it was like, okay, so we're there for like an hour or two. It's you know, nine or 10. And the, then the owner comes up and he's like, Hey, we're going to stay open until 2 AM. I was thinking they were going to close at, you know, 11, like they've been right. Well, just to, to jump in here for just one second, uh, at the time of this recording, uh, our state of Pennsylvania, just loosened the restrictions so previously all the bars had to close at 11 but that night was the night where the restrictions changed so technically at midnight so instead of staying open till 11 when when 11 came the owner was like you know what fuck it we're staying open till two because after midnight the restrictions are gone (laughs) yeah i think that made sense there yeah because technically it had to be closed by midnight so yeah yeah and since Technically, the next day was the day the restrictions got lifted. Yeah. Just well, and I was excited. I was having a big night out. I hadn't had <laughs> a big night out in a while. I hadn't really been drinking a whole lot. Uh, and so I just, you know, we were doing shots, which is a, a big no-no for me. Back prior to the pandemic, I was no shots for me. But we were doing shots and just drinks after drinks. It was you... And me and some guy that I didn't even know, but he was adorable. And let's 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 call them leather guy, leather guy, long hair guy. Okay, he was hanging out with uh, with us all night. Uh, Yes, we had a real good time, but I didn't have a great next day. (laughs) Well, I was a little smarter. 
and I decided that I was going to go ahead and I was going to... And do you hear that behind me? Do you hear music behind me? The ice cream truck. The ice cream truck is coming by. Ooh, get something. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause the show. Go running out there with dollars in your hand, waving them around. I don't think I have any dollar bills, to be honest with you there. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, but it's real weird because this ice cream truck, I'm not sure if you can hear it behind me, doesn't quite play the same normal music that an ice cream truck would. It's kind of like almost depressing. Ugh. Like, do, 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 boom, boom. That's the jazz ice cream truck. No, it's more like the uh, death metal ice cream truck. Oh, no. But, uh. I mean, it's it's fine. It, I just play some <laughs> song I've never heard come out of an ice cream truck before, but it yeah. definitely sounds like an ice cream truck. Anyways, um, yeah, unlike you kids who just decide they can drink and drink and drink, as you get older, you kind of, I've learned, unless you're drinking every single day, which I never did, you kind of lose your ability to go, you know, balls to the wall and just drink and drink and drink, you know, and then run a marathon the next day. Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But yeah, you start feeling it more and more and more. And so yeah. I've learned just at this point, you know, I'll get to the point where I get just a little bit tipsy. And then for the last two hours that I'm there, I'll just drink soda. Well, here's the thing. Or water. I jumped over that ability, if that makes sense. So I went from being just a little bit tipsy mm-hmm. to having like multiple shots and drinks hit me at once. So I went from being just a little bit tipsy to flat out drunk. Uh, so I missed that opportunity to be responsible and stop. <laughs> I mean, I admit I've been there, but let me ask you a question here. Yeah. I find this interesting. Have you ever blacked out? I have had situations throughout my life where I kind of like the hangover movies where it's like, I have no idea what like I did the last two hours of last night or, you know, or I don't remember leaving the bar. How did I get home? You know, that kind of thing. I've never blocked out. I've never been in that spot where even I've been plastered, drunk, throwing up. I've never been blacked out to the point where I don't remember what happened. Yeah. It's really odd. Um, Um, I guess it's just, it's no fun. Yeah. Some people can get themselves to that point. Usually before I can get myself to that point, I'm usually yakking. So, you know, see, I don't throw up. I guess I don't have that luxury of not knowing what happened last night. Yeah, I don't I don't ever throw up. So maybe that's maybe that's part of it. But um, yeah, I do. I do remember you making out with other guy. So, oh, I yeah. do not remember. Oh, that. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. Then he came over and made out with me. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Thank so. God for vaccinations. Oh my God. Thank God I'm vaccinated. Now don't me get me too. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm glad that that happened. I didn't remember until uh, well, I, I, I don't recall it. Uh, I'm glad that that happened. He was adorable. I, I know I've known him for a long time. Trust me. If you were ever in a position of, you know, this is a bad idea. I would have. Yeah. You but know, um, off of you, you know, but that was, it was a wonderful night. Uh, and now I've had my fill of big nights out for a while, so I think it's time to cool it again for a few months. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, be, you know, behave yourselves, and yeah, you know, let's get through the rest of this uh, pandemic. You know, yeah, and get things back to normal. But I mean, heck, by the middle of April, everybody's gonna be eligible. So they're saying by June, 
uh, will reach 75% vaccination rate, which is herd immunity. Yeah. So, I mean, things are looking up and up and up, which is excellent. Absolutely. And I just got a text message yesterday. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, from the local doctor, mm-hmm. uh, the local gay doctor, Central uh, Central Outreach, saying that uh, they're now on, what is it, 1B or something like that, which is a much wider spectrum of people that can get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I replied, stop that message. I'm like, you know what? You guys goofed up my first vaccination shot, so I went and got it somewhere else. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't want to name them by name. But well, it's definitely now, a valid now, reason. Now, now that you did that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely was. a valid reason to get upset. They didn't screw up my vaccination, so I, I don't have that cause to be upset with them. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I was a little ticked, you know, because it's kind of like, you know, what's the deal there? You know, don't give me an appointment unless you're willing to honor the appointment. Anyways, oh, you know, I get it. Yeah. So. So um, did you do anything fun for Easter? No, that was hangover day. That was. Yeah, I slept as much as I could because I hate hangovers. Oh, my God, I hate hangovers. And so I I slept as much as I could. And then I got out of bed, Mm -hmm. drank a bunch of water and took some aspirin, went back to bed for a little while and then. I got up and I was feeling okay and I ate. So in that case, then, yeah, you were just chilling out that day. Me, eyes up, rip-roaring, ready to go. Drove up to my parents' house, spent the day up there until around five and came back. And then I worked that night. So, Oof. yeah. <laughs> so, well, good for you, Mr. Responsible Pants. Didn't get drunk. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe one good thing that's come over having a hangover. Nothing, you know. No, nothing. Not to have them. So oh th- that, that's the only reason why, you know, but everybody has their moments every once in a while. I'm not judging you. Well, you it know, just, I, I knew I had something to do the next day. You, yeah. you, you didn't have anything to do. So, well, you, you know, know, two weeks ago when we went to P-Town the first time, I, we had like two drinks and I was like, I don't want any more. I don't like getting drunk. And then, <laughs> and then cut to one week later, this, this cute leather boy wants us to do I uh, wants us to do a shot and then a couple of hours later I was like let's get more drinks and he's like let's do shots again and it's oh my god I think at that point I'd quit drinking I was like you know what no cut me out of this yeah <laughs> oh my so. lord but I wasn't lying two weeks ago I don't mm-hmm. like getting drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it, it just gets worse as you get older yeah so yeah it was fantastic when I was 25. Oh, you know, partying oh, yeah. all night and having sex with people and doing all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that sounds, gonna, like, the, that sounds like the bastion of responsibility right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like that was 25. I'm going to be 37 next week. I got to, you know, it's it's no fun getting drunk anymore. Yeah. We'll not talk about my age, but um, I'm just keeping you older and you keeping you older and. I know, right? Well, well I, I'll, I'll stop where I'm at. You know, I'm okay yeah. there, so I don't want to go any further. Well, we've but, now um, talked for 11 minutes about getting drunk. Why don't we maybe see about getting into the news? Well, no, there's still more stuff to talk about, Mister Blabbermouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> First off, I told you I went up to my parents' house. Oh, that's you cut right. me off there. You talked about you getting drunk again. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that my mom listened to our show. 
Oh, really? Yeah. She, she listened to the Sky Daddy episode, and she liked it. Really? Did she have any comments? She liked this part. Remember this music? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the meme catch-up time. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's like, that's perfect for you guys, because you guys are old. And so you kind of straddle the line between being hip and not being hip. Oh, we've we've got to get another one of those into this show at some point. That is a good thing to do. Yes. So this time it's your turn. Anyways. I'll find something. There's also some other news we have to talk about, too, and that concerns ourselves. Um, we have a new website. Oh, that's um, right. If you probably have visited our website lately. You may have noticed that. Um, we have a few new things on that website that I want to talk to you about real quick. Um. The first one is the uh, new Not Straight store, or Not Straight dot store, the actual URL. You can visit that. It's linked off of the NotStraightCast.com website, and we have merch now. Ooh! So if you want a coffee mug or a T-shirt, yeah, they're priced very reasonably. Like the T-shirts are like fifteen ninety nine, I think, starting at. The coffee mugs are eleven ninety nine. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have it set, so we're not making a whole ton of money off these things. But still. As long as we're not losing money. Exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> we're making like five bucks off of it there. So, I mean, yeah, don't think that we're like rolling up to the bank in our Mercedes Benzes. And, you know. Yeah, I'll probably uh, I'll probably be the first customer because I'm going to grab one of those mugs. Because every every time we record this show, I'm sitting here drinking coffee. So mm-hmm. it would be fun to drink it out of a not straight, uh, not straight cast mug. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, here's the cool thing. If you go to the store and you use the code Jason, you'll okay. get 10% off. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So in that case, sir, um, that code will expire on May 31st. So uh, just keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> So, um, also too, there's some other things there too. We have a button to leave us a voice message. So if you want to comment on something on the show and maybe possibly have it included in the show, just click on that button, record us a message with your microphone on your computer or your phone. It works on your phone too. And, um, we may share it on the next show. Yeah. I would, uh, I would love if you're listening to this, go do that. I would love to hear what you have to say or questions that you have or things you'd like us to talk about. There's also a new listener support option as well. So if you love us so much that you want to financially support us each month, click on the listener support button. And um, keep in mind is that there's three different levels. There's 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99. We are certainly not requiring you to go ahead there and do anything there. But if you like our show and you want to show your support for us there, you know, click on there and you know, send some coins our way. We definitely would appreciate it. So. I know I would. Yeah. Jason can buy coffee. Buy coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do I'll put all that money towards the wing buffet on my birthday. Right. So <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, let's go ahead here. And before uh, we get too far away here, let me go ahead here and uh, we'll get into the news. Wonderful. So first story. So the Department of Justice has told federal agencies that gay and transgender students are protected from discrimination under civil rights laws, reversing the Trump administration guidance that limited the impact of a landmark Supreme Court decision last year, extending employment discrimination protections to LGBT workers. So basically what happened is, is that um, last year the court ruled six to three 
that the language in the title um, seven or title VII, you know, how they call it there, of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Sure. Prohibiting employment discrimination based on sex covered workers, gender identity, and sexual orientation. Okay. So basically yeah. what happened here is that a, a guy was fired from his job in the county after discussing his involvement uh, with a gay softball league. Okay. okay. So the Supreme, the, basically the Supreme Court ruled that, hey, you know, this covers sexual orientation and gender identity. So days before Biden was inaugurated, the Trump administration's DOJ, they issued a memo saying it would not be applying that standard in that decision okay. to other areas. So basically they were saying is that that case, it's only applied to that case. It's not applied to any other case that comes ahead here. Sure. So thankfully, the division basically has reversed that now. So basically they took away Trump's order. So we're back to where we were before where we're actually protected. Pretty excited. By anti-discrimination laws, at least students are. Yeah. So. Pretty excited that uh, that these things that rolled out uh, during the last four years are starting to become undone. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like the weird thing is it seems like he's able to implement them so fast, but it seems harder to unroll them after they're implemented. I've noticed right. have like, 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 have you seen that where it's like, Oh, all of a sudden now transgender folks can't serve in the military. Right. You know that I swear that's gone back and forth so many times now. Oh my God. It's I like, know, right. You know, the thing I tell people, at least when it comes to policy is, is that, yeah, if you want to have a debate on policy, that's fine. But when you start hurting other people in the process, that's where it stops and it doesn't become a debate right? anymore there. It starts to become a situation where you're um, just punishing people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like live and let live as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, well, not even not even just live and let live, uh, but don't actively destroy our lives. Right. <laughs> Right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah. Anyways, um, some more political news here. Sure. Or I guess it's not political as much as it is um, <laughs> policy news. So, um, second story we have here is uh, Virginia becomes the first state in the South to ban gay and trans panic as a defense. Oh wow! So, what's interesting is that this bill was introduced by its only transgender lawmaker. So, um, delegate Danica Rowan, she introduced the bill in the Virginia House of Delegates earlier this year, and Governor Ralph Northam signed the bill um, in late March there, and it goes to effect in July. So, um, what's interesting is that 11 other states plus D.C. have banned the defense. It's Colorado, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Virginia, Washington, and uh, the District of Columbia. So. So I'm not 100% on uh, what is uh, gay and trans panic. Are you are you familiar with what exactly it is? Well, yeah, it's basically can allow people charged with the killing of somebody. Okay. To receive a lesser sentence by placing the blame for the homicide on a victim's actual or perceived sexual orientation or gender identity. Oh, dumb. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Got now, it. what's going to be interesting here is, is that Pennsylvania, along with New Mexico and Iowa, they're going to be introducing that bill. And also, too, something has happened with this here because um, now since we make up an estimated 4.5% of the population, that's LGBT folks, uh, we're also three times more likely to be a victim of a violent crime than okay. somebody who doesn't identify as a member of a sexual gender minority. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, we're a minority that has a tendency to have be, be more likely to be involved in some type of crime like that there. So, oh, wow. You know, there's cases here in Pennsylvania where, you know, like um, you know, trans kids gotten killed, you know, it's just yeah. absolutely awful. It happens a lot throughout and, the entire country. And you should not be able to just use the excuse of, oh, you know, scared, you know, because they're gay. You know, I was worried he was going to get glitter on me. Right. I'd be more scared of the next guy, actually, that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, let's go uh, that. let's go ahead and tell us about what Mike Huckabee's doing. Yeah, so in a sad attempt at conservative humor, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee has managed to be racist, transphobic, and anti-democratic with a single tweet. Huckabee, the father of the former White House press secretary Sarah Sanders, came under fire for saying that he would start identifying as Chinese to get freebies from American corporations. The actual tweet reads as follows. I decided to identify as Chinese. Coke will like me, Delta will agree with my values, and I'll probably get shoes from Nike and tickets to Major League Baseball games. Ain't America great? Wow. So basically, you know, um, this whole entire situation going on in Georgia. Uh, yes. The Election Integrity Act. Uh, uh, basically, it's made sweeping changes to almost every part of Georgia's voting and election system. They literally have called it like Jim Crow 2.0. Yeah. I mean... Obviously, civil rights groups, you know, had denounced the law, calling it a form of modern day voter suppression that disproportionately targets people of color. So, and of course, Mike Huckabee is an ain't stranger to attacking minorities, including the LGBT folks. Um, you know, it's like 2020 was not good for transgender folks in regards with the murders. Right. You know, um, meanwhile, there was also 122 incidents of anti Asian American hate crimes. In 16 of the country's most populous cities in 2020, an increase yeah. of almost 150%. Damn. Wonder why that is. You know, I. <laughs> well, yeah. I was I being mean, facetious. It's because it's because Donald Trump kept calling it the China virus. Yeah, I mean, when you stroke the flames, you know, or stoke the flames, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, or stroke the flames. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you, I'm you, picturing you, you stroking a flame now. Well, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> but yeah, when, when you stoke the flames, stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, you know, whenever you're out there just spouting off, you know, your uninformed opinions, you know, yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, just honestly just makes me mad. Yeah. You know, it's like, how are you not canceled at this point? You know, know, (laughs) right. And in regards to Mike Huckabee's uh, tweet, one of my favorite responses listed here uh, from John Pavlowitz. Uh, He says, I remember when you used to pretend to be a Christian. Glad you finally gave that up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, wow. also to uh, Asian American politician uh, Ted Lieu. Mm-hmm. 
You told Doc you'd be like Coke, Delta, and Nike. Do and do you like them? But it's not because of my ethnicity. It's because I'm not a shithead. <laughs> like you, is adding fuel to anti-Asian hate. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, Mike Huckabee. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay, so coming up next, we're going to go ahead and talk about NFTs with Jason. Hit up the entertainment circuit. Then along with our moment of conclusion. Not straight cast continues after this. Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. Welcome back to Not Straight Cast here. And uh, now we're going to go ahead here. We're going to talk about some things called NFTs. That's so right. What does NFT stand for? Well, so NFT stands for non-fungible token. I, I started hearing about these uh, a little while ago, and, and some of you may have too. I started hearing about them when the CEO of Twitter minted his first tweet and sold it as an NFT for like millions of dollars, right? Okay. So I saw that article and I was like, well, that's great. I have no idea what any of this is, but good mm -hmm. for him, you know? And then a couple Saturdays ago, Saturday Night Live came out with a sketch called What the Hell's an NFT? And as soon as it started... I was like, yeah, hey, I want to know that, too. <laughs> <laughs> they so weren't I, helping in the beginning. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So I, I watched the, the sketch, uh, and then I went online and started doing some research. So basically, for those of you that, that don't know, I, an NFT, it stands for non-fungible token. And a non-fungible token means that it's, uh, it's unique. There's only one. So uh, there is a complete digital ledger of this uh, token that goes all the way back to its creation and every owner that has ever owned it. But without getting into all of that, the basics of this is people are creating like memes and digital pictures and putting them on the Internet. For lots of money. Okay. So basically, these uh, memes and digital pictures are being put on NFT marketplaces, and people are buying them for Ethereum, which is a digital, uh, like a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Wait, so they're buying them with it or for it? Uh, they are using Ethereum to buy the images. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So I got started on it myself. Okay. I went and bought myself some Ethereum and created a cryptocurrency wallet online. I Was that I've complicated? Been, 
No, it's extremely easy. It's called metamask.com. Okay. I had been creating uh, like images very similar to what you do, like the advertisements for different bars and clubs and stuff like that. I was like, well, I know how to do that. Maybe I could make something interesting that somebody would want to buy. So I came up with a couple funny little gifs, or some people refer to them as gifs. Mm-hmm. I, They're gifs. Trust me. They're gifs. Yeah. Well, the creator <laughs> says gifs, but I will always refer to them as gifs. The creator can go the hell as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, I, I bought some Ethereum, uh, created a cryptocurrency wallet, went to the website, the, one of the biggest NFT marketplaces called OpenSea.io. Okay. I make sure that's not plural. Open, yes, OpenSea.io. And I uh, started putting some stuff up for sale and we're going to, we'll see how that goes. But uh, a funny thing is somebody took a clip from that what the hell's an nft snl sketch yes i saw that and they turned it into an nft i didn't catch the end of the auction but the last time i had looked yesterday it was at forty two thousand dollars i guess they were donating the money to somebody so yeah the stop asian hate yeah absolutely awesome yeah so it's it's kind of a fun way to sell your art i and potentially make a little bit of money Absolutely, yeah. That's pretty neat. Um I still don't understand it though. <laughs> like like what doesn't like 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 I could go and copy one of your gifts and I have a copy of it. So it's like what am I buying there? Am I buying Well, you're you, buying like like what am I doing exactly there by buying it, you know? Well, so this is definitely a rich person's game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. You're buying the bragging rights. So, yes, I could absolutely go and do a screen grab of your NFT, and now I've got it. I can go share it on Facebook, do whatever, you know. But the person who owns that NFT is the only technical, real owner. And there's a complete ledger of, so if I put a picture of a cat up there, it will show that I am the one that created that picture. And then if I sell it, it will show every owner there's a complete ledger uh and it'll show who the current owner is okay i uh, but uh so it's basically bragging rights it's like collecting it's almost like a play on the copyright system in a sense sort of but yeah it's, because it's like i own this you know yeah. but it's like okay a lot makes of a little people, more sense now a lot of people that are creating nfts are creating an entire collection okay so like uh this would be my cat collection and I would upload 50 different pictures of different cats. And it's like the cat collection. And there's somebody out there that may want to try to collect all of them over time and say, haha, now I have the complete cat collection. Is it ridiculously stupid? Yes. Uh, because you, you don't, you don't get anything physical. Well, and, well, let me ask you a question here. What then? Okay, so like, let's say for example, you have a picture of your cat. Um, and let's say, um, can there be more than one owner of it? Like, for example, like in the real world, you know, like you have a six pack of drinks. You know, like there's six of them there. 
or can you just make duplicate copies of the same thing and sell them individually? How's that work whenever you're selling more than one of the same thing? Like, for example, you're selling like a stock photo. Yes. You know, would you be able to sell that same image over and over and over again? You when it is created and before it's minted, you specify how many copies of this you want to exist. Oh, okay. So I could potentially uh, upload, I could potentially mint a picture of my cat and specify that there are a hundred copies. Okay. But if there are a hundred of this, then the value of each one is significantly lower. And by value, I mean perceived value. The value of any of these is really just whatever anybody's willing to pay for it. But these collectors would rather own one of a kind items that nobody else owns. I see. So if okay. you create a hundred copies of this cat, then they're not really worth much because then everybody can have one. And uh, a lot of the collectors on these sites want to be the only one that has it. Well, I guess also too, would it be that like each person has like, like let's say there's 10 copies of your cat picture. Mm -hmm. Would each person have one tenth ownership? No. Like, can there only be one owner or can there be multiple owners of the same picture? As far as I'm aware, the way that that would work would be that each of those 10 people would own one full copy. Okay. Well, I'm still leaving here confused. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Now, that makes a little more sense, I guess. But yeah, so I, I, I guess it will kind of work itself out, huh? Right. Well, and that's what I was saying. It's kind of a rich person's game yeah. because really only people with lots of money want to go and spend a hundred bucks or whatever on a picture that they could have just gotten from a Google image search. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just for the clout and the bragging rights of saying, I am the one who owns this. It's on the blockchain. It's on the ledger. I am the real owner of this digital thing that anybody could take a picture of and copy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know what we, we need an NFT of what's that? Uh, little Nas X's shoes, <laughs> a picture of the shoes because, Oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about that last week. You remember um, the Satan shoes? So we'll call them just for, for uh, simplicity here. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently that um, judge ruled whenever, you know, Nike sued, um, Mischief, or MSCHF as I called them, about yes. um, yeah about creating those shoes very well. Yeah, they got based on an injunction from actually being able to sell those shoes. So, yeah, unfortunately, little Nas X got frustrated. You know, he's hitting out the crying nerds. You know, on the internet for holding oh, wow. sales of his Satan shoes, saying that freedom of expression is gone. So damn. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know the um, you know he's been clapping back at the uh, haters online. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, he has the right to his song hit number one on the chart. Uh, like I'd mentioned there before, if you remember, I was talking about last week, this song's going to hit number one. It did. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so um, basically, yeah, he he's doing OK. He'll be fine. They'll figure <laughs> out some way to sell new Satan shoes, maybe without the Nike logo on them or something. You know? Yeah. Maybe go for a different company that's hurting for some attention. <laughs> like Adidas, you know, for example. So, yeah. but actually I love Adidas. So. Or I'm New joking. Balance. Yeah. 
Uh, Velcro straps in the shoes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, because really, if you're wearing New Balance, you're one step closer to God than you normally would be, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be wearing New Balance soon at some point. I'll be honest. I go in the store and look at those, and I'm kind of like, oh, those aren't too bad. But honestly, my brand of choice is Adidas. The yeah. shoes fit me well. Nike's usually too narrow on my feet. I I don't really buy sneakers. I I wear flip flops all summer, literally all summer, everywhere I go. I yeah. and I don't have to wash socks for an entire summer. And then during the winter, I get boots. I and that's that's about it. I go from from boots to flip flops. Yeah, remind me not to get anywhere near your feet. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very much a tennis shoe kind of guy. Ah. So. So, but I like white tennis shoes, you know, usually Adidas because they fit me well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, more pairs of those that I can have, the better. But how, however, for some reason, it seems like over the past few years, my feet are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, really? I've gone from 10s to 10s and a half to 11s, now to 11 and a half. I'm like, either shoes are getting smaller yeah. Or my feet are getting bigger. I think it's that's, the latter, to be honest. That's with you. hilarious because I yeah. went from tens down to nine and a half. <laughs> well, so lucky I went, you. I went the opposite way. <laughs> I mean, it's no big deal. You have to buy new shoes every once in a while. So Yeah. But it's kind of like I have these old shoes and it's like, I can't fit into these anymore. <laughs> Maybe my I, feet are swelling up and I'm going to die. I just don't know yet. So. Oh, my God. That sounds terrifying. Right? No, I just, I mean, like my feet look fine. So. Yeah. Uh What's not fine is Kate Winslet. She said she personally knows several gay actors in Hollywood who are terrified of coming out publicly for fear they'll present them from being cast in straight roles. Oh, wow. So I cannot tell you the number of young actors I know, some well-known, some starting out, who are terrified of their sexuality. Um, that w- it, don't, I, re- I misread that quote. Completely. <laughs> you, you want me to do it? Sure. I cannot I tell you the number of young actors I know, some well-known, some starting out, who are terrified that their sexuality will be revealed and that it's going to stand in the way of their being cast in straight roles. Now, and and then she goes on to say, uh, to tell the Sunday Times, now that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so she also observed that it's harder for men to come out of Hollywood because there's a persuasive belief among certain corners in the industry that gay actors can't play straight. She called this dated crap, adding that should be almost illegal. Hmm. Um, you would not believe how widespread it is. And it just can't be distilled to the question about gay actors playing gay parts. Yeah. Because actors, in some cases, are choosing not to come out for personal reasons. It's nobody's business. Huh. So, I mean, you know, it seems to be there's no problem with straight actors playing gay, you know. Right. Um, like on Will and Grace, you know, Eric yeah. um, McCormick, he's straight, you know, so. But the other way around doesn't seem like it, you know, it flies. I don't know why that is, you know. Absolutely. You know, that's, I think that's one of the misperceptions, you know, in people's minds that I think will fade over time. Yeah. She goes on to say that she knows a well-known actor who just got a new agent and that agent told the actor I understand that you're bisexual, but I wouldn't publicize that. Yeah, it's almost like in a case you kind of save yourself the trouble, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, but unfortunately, that's where society is still, you know, even though, yeah, we can get married and yeah, you know, we have all our rights and everything there. People (laughs) are still very concerned about the perceptions of them, you know, being gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Yeah. You know, so 
it's a case there where it's still a worry. And I think it's going to be like that for a long time, unfortunately. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what, Jason? What? Guess what time it is. What time is it? The non-straight cast moment of conclusion. That is correct. What do we got going on today? Yeah. In today's moment of conclusion... A sociology professor has finally answered the age-old question, why do straight men enjoy sex with other men? In his new book, probably titled by that woman last week who titled that other book, <laughs> this one's called Still Straight, Sexual Flexibility Among White Men in Rural America. Oh. <laughs> What's up with these long-ass titles, really? Oh, my God, I know, right? They don't have uh, a good enough image for the cover, so it's just all words. Right? <laughs> <laughs> UBC professor Tony Silva explores the secretive sex lives of men who have hookups, sexual friendships, and even loving relationships with other men, yet continue to identify as straight. So he did like 60 interviews across the U.S. Yeah. Uh, He challenges the common notion that such men are simply closeted due to their internalized homophobia. Um, He said the majority of uh, men that he interviewed, they're primarily attracted to women, not men. Okay. So uh, for some, it's just about having a more active sex life. They don't consider gay sex cheating and see it as a loophole in their marriage. Wow. Some held stereotypical beliefs about female sexuality and feared that female lovers would become emotionally clingy and threaten their marriage. For others, sex with men allows them to experience pleasure without the pressure to be in control. Some were simply lonely and unsure how to reach out for human touch in a way that felt masculine. Okay. So as for uh, reasons as why these men maintain that they're straight rather than bisexual, there's also reasons for that as well. I'll be uh, very most of the men identified this part. Yeah, most of the men identified as straight because they felt this identity best reflected their romantic relationships with women. Their integration into communities composed mostly of straight people or the way that they understood their masculinity. Identifying as straight also meant they could avoid the stigma and feel connected to a socially dominant group. Many felt that sex with men was irrelevant to their identities, given other aspects of their lives. They felt that heterosexuality and masculinity were normal and to be expected of them. So, you know, I mean, really, they're just holding on to old ideas. Yeah. I, I think as time goes on, we're probably going to be in a situation where, you know, we were talking about last week that a lot of younger people identify as bisexual. Yeah. Now and everything. I think you're going to see that start to fade away. Huh. But I, I think, you know, that was kind of held on for a long time where, you know, like you would see men who are older here nowadays, like in their sixties, for example. Yeah. Some of them have been married to women. They have kids, you know? Oh yeah. And so in that case or because whenever they were growing up, that was to be expected of them. Right. You know? So. Right. Yeah. There we go. So I don't know. I don't know if I buy this whole thing. (laughs) I don't know. You know? I think that basically what I got out of this, which may be a little narrow-minded of me, I understand, Mm -hmm. but what I got out of this is I enjoy having sex with men, but I'm going to keep saying that I'm straight because I don't want to identify as gay because of the stigma or my surroundings or it's not a socially dominant group. So that is exactly the definition of closeted, and I don't know that I understand otherwise. 
you know, I think some people base their whole entire personalities on their sexuality. Yeah. You know. And I think some people it's just a part of them. Perhaps, you know, and yeah. I think some people are more comfortable with talking about it openly and some people aren't. Yeah. You know, so huh. yeah, I think that's pretty much it there, you know. And um some people are just horny. I guess so. <laughs> right? So uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, I think we've come to the end of another not straight cast. Wonderful. Yeah. So, um, just let you know, you can subscribe to us. We're all great podcasters sold. Catch us on social media, including Facebook and Twitter at not straight cast. Also visit our website, our new website at not where you can leave us a voice message, access the not straight dot store where you can get 10% off with the code Jason. That code expires on May 31st. And also, too, if you'd like to donate to the show and help support the show, that'd be great as well. So, um, in that case, then, I think that's pretty much it for this week here. Absolutely. We thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.